Have you ever wondered what it takes to be a great boss? Well, you're not alone, and I'm here to help you find the answers. I'm Talmar Anderson, and welcome to Rock Your Bossitude. On this podcast, we will be diving headfirst into the people side of business, because I firmly believe that's where the magic happens. Each episode will feature candid interviews with fellow bosses who've gone from small business owners to thriving CEOs. Plus, I'll share actionable training to help you rock your own journey. Whether it's your first hire or you simply want to enhance your own boss skills, Rock Your Bossitude can act as your trusted compass. So are you ready to rock your bossitude? Yeah, you are. Hello, everybody. Talmar Anderson here for another Rock Your Bossitude. Today's a solo show, so that means me, my voice, and you. You get to hear a little bit of my insights from my experiences and our trainings that we offer at our company and just uh, my general opinions. Yeah, I've got some. And today we're talking about probably what some people would consider the most controversial position that I keep and that I really try to make sure my clients understand. Yeah, I'm going to buck the corporate system today. We're small business owners. We can't do business the same way as corporations with redundant resources and multiple people in one position and lots of money and trainers on staff and mentoring and internship programs. We're not there yet, people. So please remember when you are following these big companies and these great thought leaders that are giving you general concept ideas that have worked for them, you need to really understand when and where they're using those. But today we're going to talk about the one that bugs me the most. Yep. I need you to hear me now my fabulous business owner. I want you to be hugely successful and I want your company to continue to grow at the rate that you want to the size that you want because I truly believe you can build a business any way you want. And there is no one size fits all, which is the beauty of being a business owner. You get to do it your way. However, there's one concept that I see business owners continually pulling into and using to justify hiring the person that they like most. And we'll get more into that right now. The main concept I need you to embrace and step away from the corporate speak is small business owners need to stop hiring for potential. Oh, I heard all my heart-centered little bosses. I hear your heart's breaking and like, what, Elmer? Are you crazy, Sauce? That's all they're saying. They're saying, look for what you can do and how you can bring them up and where they can go. And golly, I, I really want your business to get to that size. But let's be clear. The majority of people, they start with maybe a part-time hire. Maybe they get one full-time hire and a, they have a few independent contractors and then they eventually move those into employees. So now maybe we're at three to six employees. And then we go up from there. We get really serious about our team and we start to build it up to 10 to 15. And now we're even hiring leaders, right? Different managers, directors, and second in commands that can let you step out. So as we get bigger, there will be different rules for hiring at different times. But for a very long time, Hiring for potential is not going to serve you. 
I know. Let's let's break it up and let's talk about why I say that. So what I need you to understand is that the majority of people will be staying with your business currently the way society uh, supports people moving positions and the way employees are unwilling to stay with a company for fear that they'll be left behind later on. If you get 18 to 36 months with a great employee, that's amazing. And that's a great tenure. But what that means is if you bring somebody in and you're trying to grow them into a management position or a second in command, they're going to take over because they're just like you and they remind you of you back then. They just don't know the industry yet or they just don't know exactly how to be professional. We'll talk about that a different day. But they just don't have all the things yet for that position you would love them to grow into. And they're going to be like, yes, please teach me how to do a great job. I'm going to soak that up. And they're going to love every minute of it. And you're going to love teaching them. The dilemma comes with all this time and energy and investment of money because every time we train somebody, it's a little bit of money. But when we take the time to teach someone over six months, nine months, two years, that is teaching them a career and therefore taking an expert level person and having them spend their time and energy and resources on an individual employee that you're also paying. You're paying two people to help somebody be better at another job. And while that would be great if we knew they were going to wait around until your business was ready for a second in command, you were ready to hand off the company so that they could be a COO maybe, and you were going to go as the CEO, work on your next big thing. The issue is the timing doesn't come together. They truly believed they were going to just stay there and grow, but they were ready before your company was. And so people started noticing they were ready and started offering them money and opportunity and they will leave you or worse, you will try to ask them to grow into a position that they're not ready yet because your company needs that position and they're going to fail, fail big. And this is where I get really nervous for you all, right? The idea that someone has the potential to be a great leader in your company eventually doesn't uh, doesn't protect what we need right now. Every time we hire, we need to really hire the person that can deliver the results that we need today, right here, right now. And yes, we allow for training, maybe 30 or 60 days even so long as 90 days if you have a complex issue or a labor area that's hard to hire in. It takes extra training, right? I I can see going out as far as 90 days to get 80 to 100% of what you need for results. The reason you were like, oh my gosh, it's time to hire. I'm willing to put money and time and energy behind this because I need X result. So the longer it takes us to get X result from a person, hoping that they're going to hang on the line until they come in and they do a great job. Let's say we're hiring for a customer service rep and they come in and they finally learn the industry after six months and the people like them because yes, they were always nice. That was never the problem. They just needed to learn how to get detail oriented, how to be consistent in the documentation you needed, how to understand the vocabulary that you used, right? 
And maybe that six months actually was more like nine months. And here's the heartache, right? They're going to be a great leader someday for someone, but nine months into trying to teach this person how to be successful just at the entry level job that you were excited about, the customer service job, you realize they're not going to be with you long enough to get to that manager or leadership role because they just can't do the job. Hiring for potential for a position that you see in the future suggests to us that this person has the capacity to deliver like gangbusters on the position we need, and they're willing to stay in that position until such a time as we are able to offer them the next promotion. Because if you haven't looked around your beautiful organizational structure, my friends, please do that. Do you have a lot of opportunity for growth and promotion? The answer is not probably, right? Yes, you're excited to grow. And yes, you're planning to have, uh, you know, maybe double your sales. That would be amazing. So you're excited. You probably invest in another salesperson. And maybe you need another one to three people to deliver for that doubled sales. So where's the promotion opportunity? Now, I'm not saying this because I want you to, be disappointed and try to imagine and create promotion opportunities. But the truth is you need to hire only when your business needs something. So you might have an outstanding customer service rep that would be a great manager, but right now there's only two customer service reps and you can easily manage that yourself. Why would we invest in or promote someone to a higher salary to manage themselves and one other person? That's not what your business needs yet. And you'll get there and it'll happen. But the timing for individuals and the timing for your business, I got to tell you, it doesn't usually work out in that beautiful, starry-eyed ideal that we want it to. Now, I'm not saying it never works. I'm sure somebody out there is like, oh, Talma, I found the best employee and they were with me for seven and a half years. And the first four, they were the receptionist. And then I was finally able to promote them to my COO and they did an amazing job for three years. Okay, that's the exception. That's not the rule. But what I can tell you as a small business owner is that when we take the time to define hiring by our business needing work to be done, that's the trigger we need to be real about. It's not about somebody being ready for a promotion. And because we love our people and our team and we do want them to be successful, that also likely means that we won't be there for their next level growth, that they're going to have to leave our company and they're going to have to leave us. And I know I know that's not what we want to hear. We want to believe that we can hire once and be done. Whoo! I've got that customer service rep now and they're going to be with me for the next 20 years. So let's just keep on plugging on and I'll wait till I have to hire the next person who's going to stay with my company for 20 years. Now, of course, there are things we can do to help with retention and loyalty and you will grow and that will give you capacity to have new positions available. But then we go back to that starting path of, are they the right person? Because somebody's been in your company does not mean that they're going to have the capacity for exactly what we need, exactly when we need it in that role. So consider that potential is not one of the things you're looking for. 
And if you're, if you're interviewing and people are saying, I really want to be in a company with a lot of growth, you have to be transparent. Yes, we're going to grow, but it's going to be like two to five positions a year. And it's unlikely to be in your area because you're coming in as our accounting coordinator. You know, the likelihood that you're going to need an accounting coordinator and an accounting manager or or CFO, and that person's going to be the person that can go up that ladder is unlikely. It's just not the way small business grows. It depends on your industry, of course, depends on opportunity. But the general rule is we're going to ask somebody to come in and do an amazing job with us. Ideally, they'll be effective. 80 to six, I mean, sorry, 80 to 100% effective within 60 days, starting to deliver results. And that is how your business will be able to grow more quickly. So you're not stuck, you're getting the results you needed. And now we have the opportunity to identify that our growing business has additional needs. So you define the need for the company, then you can go back and see if team want, the current team wants to apply. But it does mean being real because someone has been there does not qualify them to deliver results for you. That's the key to being the boss. You have to be clear that we have to hire the right person every time for the results we need for now to the next five years. If we can get somebody in for five years and they're in the same position and they love that position and they deliver like a mamba jamba and we are excited, I promise you that will be a huge contribution to you and it will be something that will help your company grow. But it doesn't mean that they're going to have the opportunity to grow in the company. So if we can shift that mindset to the idea, I'm not hiring for potential, I'm hiring for the people that I need right now. And of course, My intention is my company will grow. When we have a need, we can talk about it then. But don't overpromise. It'll break your heart. It'll break their heart. And they might just keep coming every two months saying, are you ready yet? Are you ready yet? I'm ready to be the COO. And you're like, no, you're not. (laughs) Go back and work on your customer service stuff or your bookkeeping. This is not, you're not there yet. This is, we're not ready and you're not ready. So Be careful on that growth aspect and be careful leaning so heavily into we're a growing company and you can grow with us. Yes, it is exciting to be a part of a company that is growing and in their role, they will contribute to your success regardless of whether it's customer service or bookkeeping. All of the members of your team will be a part of that train and be able to have the opportunity for benefits because as you become more profitable, you can create bonus structures and opportunities to Uh, I uh, financially see and acknowledge and reward people that have tenure. There's lots of great ways to do that. But the likelihood that you're going to hire a bunch of team and be able to continually promote them on the same timeline that their skill set and their capacity and their desire want, it's probably not there. So I know corporations are telling you, make sure to hire with an eye for potential. I'd really love you to just look at the people that are going to be able to deliver excellent results for you right now for what your business needs right now. That's how you'll grow quickly. Not spending your time teaching. That's not your business model to teach people careers. And if it is, it's a different conversation, but the same concept applies, right? If you're not in the business of helping people develop their careers, 
You cannot spend more than 90 days helping them understand how to be successful at the job you hired them for. It's not serving you. And I, you know, again, boss action clients, they only get 60 days predominantly. 90 days is, I know, the standard for a lot of people. And that's why I include it in this conversation. But I truly believe that we all know well before 60 days if somebody's working or not and whether they're worth that time and investment. But they have to be able to give back quickly or else you're just not going to get that growth you want, boss. All right. Thanks for showing up and listening to all of our good insights. If you have questions, of course, reach out to us. We love to address those during our fabulous solo shows. And keep listening to Rock Your Bossitude. We are here to help you understand it does not have to be so hard to be a kick-ass boss. All right. Boss on. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. If this episode helped you, be sure to share it with a friend or another business owner that you think would benefit from listening to this podcast. Share this episode and any questions on social media with the hashtag RockYourBossitudePodcast and let us know what you want us to be talking about. Until next time, remember, you've got what it takes to be an amazing boss. Boss on!